Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Meehan, and joining me, as always, is part centaur, part pegasus, Mr. Connor Lawler. I want to fly, but I also like the maze. <laughs> you like the right? maze? <laughs> is that right, the centaur? You're thinking of the minotaur. Oh, it's a, so it's close! A subtle difference. So close! Centaur has like the front half of a man and the back half of a horse, and a Pegasus is a horse with wings. And what's a Minotaur? So, Minotaur is a man who's a bull. There was a male, oh. and Perseus walked through with some thread so that he could find his way out of the maze after slaying the Minotaur. This is what this week's Hero Zero is. <laughs> You're yeah. just telling me. <laughs> so I'm doing my report on the Minotaur this week. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> um, no, Connor, uh, as. Look. This is the show where we take one comic book character every single week, give people a bit of a rundown of their good points, their bad points. I normally take Marvel characters. You normally take DC characters. Now, last week you did a very powerful, very overpowered, I would say, character called Cythona or Cytona. I would say a character more powerful than whatever shit Marvel character you've come up with this week. Ah, Connor, but I have home field advantage here because... It's the spooky season. Oh, fuck. And so I forgot. This is... We're going to do a bit of a spooky character today. Also gives me a very good excuse to talk about something really interesting in comics uh, that basically affected a lot of stories for decades. So, okay. the character I'm talking about today, he's called Encanto the Living Mummy. Okay? So, ooh, <laughs> spooky and shit. I, uh, I'm, I'm... My level of spook quite low currently so i'm I'm hoping it picks up it's a spooky season well then beforehand let me tell you all about the comics code authority connor oh my spooks my spook level has (laughs) risen dramatically it's through the roof ladies and gentlemen (laughs) not the comics code (laughs) (laughs) so the comics code was basically set up to regulate the content in comic books between kind of the 50s to the 70s 
basically they realised a lot of young people are reading these comics, so maybe there should be some rules about what you can print. My um, my only evidence of this is Batman in, say, the 50s and 60s was just going around hanging people. Well, that's more in the 40s. And he was just, like, breaking bones. But then for a lot of the 70s are around that time, he's fighting a lot of aliens. Because he can beat the shit out of an alien and kids won't care. Because they're not human. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there's... There's a few rules about the Comics Code Authority. Like, you can ne- crime, can, you can never be sympathetic to a criminal. That's one of the rules that it's set out. Um, Policemen, judges, government officials, and respected institutions shall never be presented in a way such as to create disrespect for established authority. Has that created some sort of weird current event situation that maybe we're, we're seeing the results who, of? Who can say, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> uh, I hate judges! <laughs> but from the 50s to 70s absolutely forbidden and then this is the most important one for this particular report is that uh, scenes dealing with or instruments associated with walking dead torture vampires and vampirism ghouls cannibalism and werewolfism are prohibited by the comics code authority created very a a, a big issue for uh, a writer named uh, Marv Wolfman uh, because you had to print the name Wolfman on the front of every comic. A, carry, um, a, a writer, by the way, um, Marv Wolfman, who created Blade, or was involved with the creation of Blade, who we are covering on, on our Lazarus Pit Patreon show this weekend, Sean. Almost as if it's all tied together, folks. <laughs> it's not, it definitely <laughs> is. It's really not, guys. Um, but the Comics Code Authority basically became defunct in 1971. And this opened the door to a whole bunch of creators to do whatever they wanted. We got things like uh, Morbius the Living Vampire. Encanto the Living Mummy, who we're covering today, came out in 1973. So he was basically hot off the tails of the Comics Code Authority. And his story... Isn't it it fucking ridiculous that Marv Wolfman wasn't allowed to write his own name because it had Wolfman? (laughs) That'll corrupt people, surely. What about the kids, Marv? Think of the kids. I I have kids. I'm a regular man. (laughs) It's Timmy Wolfman. That's my son. (laughs) Murderous Wolfman, my daughter. (laughs) Um, So we're beginning our story, Connor, 3,000 years ago. In ancient Egypt. Uh, So, during the reign of Pharaoh Aramse... I'm going to butcher a lot of names in this, by the way. I'm only Uh, expecting that. My spook levels are rising. (laughs) So, the Pharaoh Aramset was ruling Egypt. And during his rule, Egypt enslaved hundreds of sub-Saharan Africans of the Swarili tribe. Among them was the Swarili chieftain Encantu. So... Incantu was the son of the warrior chief known as Tachombi, and by the age of 21, he endured a rite of passage known as the Test of the Lion. Basically, you might be able to work it out by the name, he single-handedly slew a lion. Slew? And slew. Slayed? Slew? Slew. He slew I don't slew sounds right. <laughs> Slew's definitely a wor- more <laughs> worse. So before we go any further, ladies and gentlemen. How would you spell gentlemen. slew? S-L-E-W. Oh. Uh, that's uh, not right, is it? Slew. He slew <laughs> thousands of foes. Uh, I feel like I'm really dumb if it is. 
Past tense. Because you're smarter than me. So I'm going to have to go with that. Present tense slay. Past tense slew. When was the last time anyone else used slew? (laughs) Why is this what we're getting hung up on? (laughs) (laughs) This dude is called the living mummy and you've not addressed it yet. It's it's too close to stew. (laughs) It's too close to my heart. And I love stew, Sean. (laughs) I'm Irish, Sean. I love stew. He, okay. How about it? By single-handedly slaying a lion. Thank you. Uh, he proved his mettle to the tribe and was considered a warrior. Upon his father's death, uh, Encantu succeeded him as chieftain of the Swarili tribe. Many months later, the armies of Aramset, the pharaoh, raided the local villages, capturing hundreds of natives and pressuring them into slavery. Being that he was the strongest among the Swarili, Encantu got the hardest treatment. Uh, so he was kept in chains and forced to endure days upon days upon days upon weeks upon months upon years of hard labour. That time so, span got longer every time, every word you said. It's a dramatic effect, Connor. <laughs> I like it uh, at the start. I was like, days? I mean, that's not that bad. Oh, days and days. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh it, it gets worse. <laughs> Uh, so the pharaoh tried his hardest to break in Cantu's spirit, but the chieftain's strength and resolve uh, made him a, a leader to his people. So he basically w- was just like, look, this is a terrible situation. We're going to get out of it. We'll figure a way out. We just need time. We just need to plan. Um, he also encountered the necromancer named Raxes, who worked for the pharaoh. And they became just enemies. Basically, Raxis treated him like shit. Incantu was like, you're a prick. And so, yeah. they don't like each other. I assume that's how the conversation went. Yeah, and so every night, Incantu would gather the tribe together. He'd raise them from their pain and despair with words of hope and offer a promise of escape. Um, before long... The whole tribe was ready to shake off the shackles of slavery and led a bloody revolt against the armies of the pharaoh. Uh, Encantu, shake off the shackles of slavery is a fucking great sentence. Isn't it fucking great? I, I am, I am ready to shake. I wasn't ready yesterday, but today <laughs> I am ready. The alliteration is brought into the mix. <laughs> now I'm ready to shake off this slavery. <laughs> and so, uh, Encantu actually threw a spear. And hit the the pharaoh like dead in the chest, like killed him immediately. So he's killed the pharaoh who was keeping them all prisoner. Exactly. Um, he entered the temple of the pharaoh, um, where he confronted Nephrus, the royal wizard. Okay. Right. Now, okay. They've got a necromancer and a wizard. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's, I, I think they do work together. To be fair, <laughs> they have to. <laughs> do you think there's like different paperwork I I said I was going to do that spell uh, <laughs> or like or maybe it's like one is slightly below the other so it's like ah Nephris will deal with that I'm going yeah, home just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to delegate the shit magic to him <laughs> the shit magic um, however Nephris was prepared uh, for Encantu's treachery his rebellion and he splashed him with a chemical agent causing immediate paralysis of Incantu's limbs. Oh, okay. that's not good. Not good at all. 
he brought him down to a private dungeon laboratory where he bound him with linen and injected him with a special fluid, Connor. Uh, now, fluid in Marvel Comics yeah, generally always does the same thing. Yeah. Uh, it, it, by now, any chance, would another word for the fluid be known as serum? Some kind of serum, exactly. Mm-hmm. I like okay, that you're catching just, on. Wanna, everyone wants to be clear. What do we know about Captain America? Do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, this fluid or serum actually granted in Cantu immortality. Oh, okay. However, it came oh, no. at the price of his mobility. So he was paralyzed, but immortal. Okay. Nephris. That's actually quite... The spook level is quite high. That's That seems quite oh. torturous. Oh, this came out just after the code was removed. It's horrifying, Connor. Oh, good. <laughs> and so Nephris sealed him inside of a sarcophagus, promising that he would suffer as a living mummy for all eternity. And they w- if now, if I'm writing it and you're going to go all fucked up, you bring in all of his people one by one and let them watch... Well, they, you know, murder one by one, everyone. And they go, now we're going to put you in. And look, that might have been the plan, Connor. But moments after... (laughs) The delegated down. (laughs) Well, I'm clocking off. Where's the fucking necromancer? (laughs) Fuck this. (laughs) The fucking, the the students can do that one. They'll be fine. (laughs) They'll figure it out. I'm senior necromancer, actually. So I kind of have a sway here. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, by name. He's been there long enough that it would be too much work to fire him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, and look, that's a great idea that you had. Horrifying for the people mm. and for Encantu. But unfortunately, moments after Encantu had been entombed, a great earthquake stu- struck and devastated the temple. Uh, okay. This killed Nephris and buried Encantu for centuries. So. I mean. Okay, I understand what you're saying, just in terms of a storyline, but also that doesn't really impact him whatsoever, if we're really thinking about it. He, I mean, he would have been stuck in a tomb and nobody was dead. Now he's stuck in a tomb and everybody's dead. That's true, but what you realise, you, 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 and you've kind of hit the point there, is that he's trapped in a tomb, Connor, and <laughs> he's <way>. immortal. <laughs> yeah. So, unable to move, trapped... Encantu went insane as centuries slowly passed. Yeah, that makes sense. You would go insane. You'd flip you out liked, a little bit. Anyone sit in the doctor's waiting room for 10 minutes and you're four <laughs> dead. You're tapping your leg, you're looking at your watch. <laughs> looking around like, oh, fuck, is he sick? What's the, what's the deal with waiting rooms, by the way, in the doctors? You always walk in, there's always a guy like, oh, how are you, Tom? Oh, I'm grand, yeah. I'm always like, how do these two old men... Surely one of them's sick. Why are you here, Tom? I I, I, I feel Tom and Tim, they, they wouldn't divulge that information in public, yeah. you know. Imagine they were, like, honest. <laughs> no, I'm not feeling great now, Tom. Fuck no, the syphilis is back, you know. <laughs> They've taken both my legs. <laughs> well, they're gonna... <laughs> Can you lose a leg to syphilis? Is that a thing? <sighs> you can lose a leg to a lot of things, Sean. Um... Big guillotine, I mean, that'll do it. Guillotine? <laughs> that'd, that'd be a quick way to do it, though. 
If you have you to choose what? a way to lose a leg, yeah. A leg can keep kicking for up to 10 seconds after being guillotined. That's no, bullshit. No. That's actual <laughs> That's bullshit. bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> it's a head. Never mind. <laughs> so, the, and look, the wiki said several years ago, but what they really mean is in the 70s. Yeah, uh, okay. The fluid that kept uh, Encantu immobile began to wear off. And it's handy. The crazed living mummy clawed his way to freedom and began terrorising the streets of Cairo. Uh, This was right up until he came upon the home of archaeologist Dr. Alexei Scarab. Great name for an archaeologist. First of all, a fucking fantastic name for an archaeologist. (laughs) (laughs) There was something about Scarab that seemed familiar to Encantu. And his best friend Uh, Johnny Treasure. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And Billy Dig. Uh, Billy Dig. <laughs> Frank Shovel. It would not be for some time that he would discover that uh, Dr. Scarab was actually the descendant of the evil wizard Nephrus. What Connor. are the fucking chances? <laughs> Fuck off. Stay local, you know? Never leave the vicinity. Never left. I thought everyone died in an earthquake. Yeah. Uh, but uh, apparently Nephris was just riding about. He was living off site. You know. he, yeah. <laughs> he was commuting. <laughs> he was commuting in. Exactly. Um, he uh, what? Uh, the living mummy then rampaged around the streets. The police tracked him down and opened fire on him. Uh, while he found the bullets extremely painful, they weren't enough to even slow the mummy down. Oh fuck. Because okay. he's immortal, like he'll heal, it's fine. Um, he tore down a telephone pole, intending to use it as a weapon, but the resulting backlash of electricity ravaged his body, best line in comics, seemingly killing him. Oh, he's definitely dead. I'm assuming he's dead, seemingly. He's, well, he's already died once, Connor. Ooh, uh, you can't kill a man who's already dead, can you? You can't. Now, what I, I know what you're thinking, Connor. Most of Marvel Comics takes place within New York City. I would assume, yes. And did he go to the same university that everyone else did? Actually, you're going to fucking Fuck like off. this. Uh, so, remember Dr. Scarab? College. <laughs> Dr. Scarab took responsibility for the mummy's remains and sold them to Dr. Carol Harter, a curator of a museum in New York City. Okay. Uh, at the museum, the living mummy revived once again, broke f- free of the crate that he had been shipped in, and left the museum and began wandering the streets of Manhattan. Oh, now he's in New York. It's even more dangerous. He's in New York. Now, he kind of comes to terms with things. He's like, he, like he has, there's a really fucking, it's a heartbreaking panel where he realises that everyone <laughs> like, he knows... I would have Sorry. preferred LA, but like the big apple, I suppose. Mean, <laughs> East Coast, whatever, winters East are Coast, tough, West Coast. I mean, yeah, I know. Yeah, but, and obviously apartments are very expensive here, but yeah, I, mean, Brooklyn, I, I suppose I can make it work. I suppose I can. <laughs> if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Uh, <laughs> but there's this comic panel where, like, in Cantu, as the mummy, like, he realises what he is. He realises how much time has passed. And he realises that everyone he knows and loved is long fucking dead. Yeah. And he no, comes so to long, terms with it. So long that nobody can even remember that they existed. Yeah. Like, it is ancient history. Um, 
During this time, he decides to fight. He, he fights evil Connor, this living mummy. He's a good guy. Okay. Oh, okay. And he like he teams up with the thing at one point, um, and they kind of bond over being quote unquote monsters and shit like that. Um, shortly after the events of Civil War, um, he actually fought against Iron Man in Civil War. Um, so he was okay. against superhuman registration, which makes sense for a man <laughs> who is from the past. Uh, How did they get that over <laughs> that stance? It's, it's a whole thing. Lads, no, I, I don't want to be writing me autograph for me signature or anything. I have to read through first. This is fucking ridiculous. I, no one speaks hieroglyphs anymore. It's really awkward. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have to release my identity. I don't want to do I'm after working really hard on this mask. I don't really want to give so, it up. Shortly after the events of Civil War, he was approached by the Egyptian lord of the underworld, Anubis. Okay, That is lucky. That is lucky that he's if after you had to pick him. someone. You had to pick a god. Uh, Because he was trying to end his undying, his eternal life. Incantu had had enough at this point. Uh, Knowing that Incantu sought an end to his existence, Anubis agreed to give him a peaceful death. But only after a period of personal servitude. So, basically... Anubis in Mar- like a load of gods are real in Marvel comics. It's absolutely wild, and Anubis requires uh, human souls to maintain his strength. So what he did is like he, he basically picks a herald and is like, Incantu, you will bring me these human souls, um, and that generally involves murder. Okay. okay. Now Anubis being or Incantu being a good guy, not thrilled about that, but he agreed to serve Anubis. But he vowed that he would only take the souls of evil men. Right. Okay. I I get the logic. Yeah, and that's kind of, like that's fairly recent. That whole thing. Um, he hasn't really done much in comics since. Um, he's kind of like a, a discount Ghost Rider in a lot of ways. And th- the first thing I thought of was Ghost Rider. Like he's he's giving up his soul to a devil, and yeah. and he's just working for the devil. Yeah, I can totally um, see him popping up in like Moon Knight stories and shit like that because they have all the Egyptian stuff covered. Um, But that's where basically the story portion of this report ends and we go into the powers and abilities, which all basically stem from the formula that he was given 3,000 years ago. Never didn't change much. I mean, No. no matter how far back you go in Marvel somebody's been given a formula. There's always a formula. Always. So he has superhuman strength. He can lift up to 4.5 tons. Um, That is despite millennia of inactivity and decay (laughs) to his muscles. He hasn't been been clanging and banging in the gym. (laughs) He was asleep, but he's still able to lift it. His body basically doesn't produce fatigue toxins, so he has unreal stamina. Um, he has superhuman durability. Um, he, the tissues in his body are much harder and more resistant to conventional physical harm. Um, however, he does still still feel pain. So that's a big thing. Is that like he feels everything that's happening to him? It just doesn't affect him. Okay. Uh, he can't be killed through physical means, so he's functionally immortal. He's also immune to all known diseases and infections. He doesn't need food, water, or air. 
He can survive in a vacuum and presumably in space. And he has gained the ability to draw souls from sentient beings. Um, Usually... That's that's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good, I would say. Usually he needs to take uh, that person's life to do so. Um, He's also a trained Swarili warrior, as we said. Um, However... While his while the strength, stamina, and durability are really superhuman and like enhanced, his natural speed, agility, and reflexes are all below uh, normal human levels because of the years of decay and atrophy. You just, He's, you have to be in the gym working constantly. You can't just take five thousand years off, Sean. You have no, to you, be in there. That's what I've been saying. You can't just phone it in. You know, you have yeah, to do arm day and leg day. He's been on that agility ladder non-stop. Now, if he was there, he'd, his agility would be working his way up. But he took the time off. He can't be doing that lying down. It's going to no, get you. No, you. you have to be doing, like, those bar things that they have at the at the intro to Arrow, you know? You have <laughs> <Yeah>. to... <laughs> By the way, that wouldn't help your agility. <laughs> to let you no, know. but... Uh, looks and cool. just... Oh, it looks class. Great as an intro. And just very quickly then on his Marvel 1-7 to rating system. Durability of 6, energy projection of 4. How is, sorry, how is sorry. durability not 7? He's immortal. Surely that's the most durable anyone could ever be. He can't grow back limbs. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Asked and answered. That's, that's <laughs> all he needed. <laughs> energy projection of 4, fighting skills of 3. Intelligence of four, speed of three, and strength of five. Uh, so, pretty like even across the board, honestly. Um, pretty even he's also, for a spooky character. For a spooky character, happy Halloween, ha 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 ha. Uh, <laughs> he is also weak to fire as well. That's just a thing. That, that, that makes he has. sense. Is he weak to magic? Uh, no, not really. Like, he's about as, as weak as a regular human would be. Um, that's pretty weak to imagine <laughs> that's fair that's fair but he's not like immediately defeated by it that's what I'm trying to say like if it's fire magic fucking terrible if it's death magic he's pretty fine because he's dead already see I'm just trying to think of a like he's immortal you said for all physical means but I was like how do you beat someone who can't be defeated physically would be magic but if he's already dead you can't kill him you'd probably have to like destroy him well that's the thing like you you would have to destroy him to the point that he can't regenerate. Like the the serum that he got basically keeps like his brain, his lungs, and his heart, and probably his liver alive. Like that's it. Um, so if you destroy his brain, he's fucking gone. That's the thing. You could he like is, Monty Python him and just take his arms and his legs. Like he's still the, alive. He just can't. Yeah, move. that's also a way to go. When he was arrested as part of Civil War, he was in a prison in the negative zone, and instead of bars it was fire uh so like that's a way to keep him contained basically like he, i love he, the he fact that he picked it. the side in civil war it's wild it's absolutely wild <laughs> that that happened captain america rescued him from the negative zone <laughs> like tony stark is back at base he's like oh fuck draft are getting the mummy lad oh, oh shit he, he's unreal at the baits <laughs> he faces me on tv we're fucked <laughs> Who do I have? Spider-Man? Oh, shit. I fucking oh, eat Peter Parker. He doesn't stand a chance. He's a fucking dick. He's a fucking dick, boys. Uh, but that's the report on Encanto, the living mummy, Connor. 
Ooh. Ooh, spooky <laughs> Hanna-Barbera cartoons. <laughs> is, that, is that Halloween worthy? I remember you did Jack-O-Lantern last year and he's literally a pumpkin. Um, yeah, pumpkin he was man. perfect. He was yeah. ideal, wasn't he? Yeah. Fucking we already used burnt him. him too early. Yeah. Mm. Well, mm. let's do it again. <laughs> let's do it and run it back. <laughs> I, I, I to be fair, if anyone be- hasn't heard the Jack-O-Lantern report... That's a character that started out dumb and then got entirely fucked by the end. Like, it's um, twisted. Are you sure it didn't finish dumb as well? I no, think he's it might a psychopath have dumb. at the end. He's a psychopath at the end. He, 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 he pumpkin carved his family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, should I think that character is uh, the right level of spook for our show? I feel like you don't want to be... I'm a scaredy cat, so I don't want to be scared too much on a hero. We were going to watch Annabelle for the Patreon, but Connor said, no, no, no. (laughs) No scary movies, please. I'm scared. Maybe scary movie. We could watch scary movie. I will watch scary movie (laughs) 2 the most. Oh, I like scary movie 3 myself. But look, agree to disagree. Yeah. How how do you turn up missing? I mean... Well, you turn up and you're dead. No, you turn yeah. up missing. <laughs> Never mind. It's a good one. I, get, I know the line. I, was, I think that's... I think that might be four. Oh, man, I don't know. They all blur together. But anyway, yeah. comics. <laughs> comics, man. Yeah. Um, do you want me to take us out, Sean? Yes, please. So if you enjoyed that show, we have got hundreds of Hero Zeros for many different DC and Marvel characters. Have a scroll through them. You might find one that you like. Or maybe one you mm-hmm. want to know more about. For example, for any upcoming movies. We've done The Eternals. Sean has done reports done on both of The Eternals. Eternals. Um, and we've, I, of course, have covered many DC characters, if that's what interests you as well. Um, we, I recommend episode three, Tim Drake. <laughs> just, oh. just for the scrolling. <laughs> well, his favourite episode came within the first three weeks. What's that say for the rest of the show? <laughs> All downhill from there. <laughs> All downhill. Um, also, by the way, if I went back and heard that recently, and I was just like, I want to hear the sound difference. Way different. Way, way different, different, I imagine. Just it's like two of us we <laughs> um, So, if you want to find more content, content of ours, we do also have a Patreon, where we put extra movie reviews up every single month. Um, this month's movie review will be of Blade, to celebrate spooky season. Um, 1998's Blade. 1998's Blade, which has CGI sometimes. Um, oh, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, that's coming up this weekend. It's $5 or more a month. And you basically get, basically get access to every movie review we've ever done up there for the last two years. Um, there's actually heaps now. Uh, like it, There's about it, two years of reviews up there. There's like a big collection of random reviews and every single month you get to recommend a movie. So if there's a movie in particular you want us to review, just become a patron, send it in, we'll throw it into the hat. But I'll be honest, guys, uh, Real Steel has already been suggested. So no need to suggest any more movies, please. (laughs) No need. (laughs) No more movies. No more movies. We're just going to do Real Steel, then Real Steel deleted scenes, then Real Steel Hugh Jackman's commentary. Oh, you know Hugh did a commentary. Oh, I bet it's charming. I bet it was lovely. Oh, lovely and charming. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we also have a Twitter, which is at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. On Facebook, we have two pages. We've got the Heroes for Hire podcast page, and we've got Heroes for our Detective Devilman's discussion group. 
if you want to head on over there and just have some chats, we just have a group of so, some of the divils that tune in, bit, and we all just a have assembled there. Um, and you could also support the show by just, and this is very important, this is oh. the most important. Tell Sean me more. Lead forward. Just telling one human being that we exist, guys. But correct me if I'm wrong here, just the yeah. one, correct? Just, like, if it's more than fucking one, I will hit the roof, shot. I will yes. absolutely, I will it. kick an orphan if it's more yes. than one. We shouldn't have moved him into that orphanage <laughs> factory. Oh, it was, it was a terrible decision. <laughs> the orphanage factory. <laughs> <laughs> so does, it produce, does it produce orphans or orphanages? <laughs> it produces. It, it's both. Uh, it's a supply and demand kind of thing. So if you produce <laughs> they, too many orphanages pre-filled. per month, you need. Yeah, yeah. No one wants an empty orphanage. That's creepy. <laughs> but one full of crying, crying kids. That's good. <laughs> that's it. Because they've just seen their parents killed by, by an assembly line. <laughs> <laughs> maybe don't tell someone about it no it's a spooky show we're allowed to it's a spooky about. show we're allowed to talk Ooh. about ghosts um, so Sean I think that's it for this week's Hero Zero I think that's about it Connor um, so I have been Connor Lawler I have been Sean Mead and we shall see y'all next week guys bye bye or should I say boo <laughs> <laughs>